All right, all right, all right. How's everybody doing today on this beautiful, beautiful Saturday? I just came from the gym. You know, I actually missed a couple of days this week. And it, it was mostly because of uh, I, I just started my new job and substantial pay increase. So I'm excited about that. So definitely video is about to start happening probably in February. No later than March, but that that's coming. And, you know, it, it's it's a lot of things looking up. It's a lot of things looking up. And I get when when I uh, got this new position, uh, people was asking me, uh, some people was asking me how long like you plan on staying because that's a job that you can do for like ever and be good and stuff like that. I was like, that's really not in the cards for me because I, I be I try to tell people this like. Um, my degree is in entrepreneurship. Now, I didn't need to get a degree in entrepreneurship that I I actually think that 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 could be a little bit backwards because entrepreneurship is going out into the world and building your own thing and all that. Not always having to go to school and learn about uh, entrepreneurship and stuff like that. Like people just do it. They, They just do it. Like, I don't think Jeff Bezos went to school to to learn how to build Amazon and stuff like that. He just did it. But I went to school for it. I, a lot of it I did for my, um, my family. Like, I, I know my dad wanted to see me in school and stuff like that. And my mom was excited that I was going to college. I was uh, her first child to go to college and to graduate college so I know she was happy for it now I I partially did that for them because I I know that's what they want now my dad he's actually had uh because he has a bunch of kids so like like three three of my sisters graduated college three of them so that that's a always a good thing but for I, I kind of did it for them because I, I knew they 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 wanted to see me get an education and stuff like that but I always tried to tell them like look I want to run my own business I want to do all this and school can help I'm not saying that school can't school definitely can help it can help you find relationships build relationships and and you may learn stuff that you didn't know in the business world and stuff like that. Like I, I picked up things in school. Like I, I think it was, it was productive for me to go. Like I seen different avenues to go. Now I'm not saying school is always always necessary, especially for a degree that's in entrepreneurship because you want to build your own business. You want to to do certain things. So when people was asking me about this new position, I was telling them, like I I may stay for a bit. But uh, I'm that's not the end all be all for me. I'm here to grow my. This is for my own company. Like I'm here to put money into something that I plan on that in the future plans on being my own company. Like instead of it going to like a passion right now 
to moving it forward into being like where I get my main lump sum of money from. That's what I want my business to be. And to be like, uh, I think a millionaire, they said that you have to have five sources of income. So right now I got two. <laughs> I got two right now. So I, I need to work on the other three and we'll see where that goes. But entrepreneurship wise, I always, my two people that I look at the most is Gary V, of course. I think anybody, like if you're thinking about trying to become your own boss or like, or just motivation, period. Motivation, period. I think you should look at Gary V. Gary V is, follow him on Instagram and all that. Gary V is freaking amazing. Like I talked about him probably a couple times on this, uh, on this podcast, but this dude is amazing. And he, I, I seen him talking about, uh, like you're doing this for your parents. He was talking to somebody and he was like, you're, you're doing it for your parents. You're not doing it for yourself and stuff like that. And I, I felt, I felt that when he said it, I was like, that, that's, that's absolutely right. That's about two years for me that I, I gave to my parents, but I, I looked at it as like, okay, I did this for you, even though it, it helped me. Y'all were the main reason that I did it, but now that it's over, that's it. Now it's just about me. Now it's just about me bettering myself, you know? And I, I look at Gary V motivation, of course, and different ways how I do things and how he's always saying, push out content, push out content, stay consistent and stuff like that. I know sometimes I don't be getting consistent, but I'm trying to, I, I was consistent, but when things start ramping up, I feel like, man, I got to keep it there. But, and the, the second person I would say is Dame Dash, Damon Dash. This dude, like a lot of people don't, uh, they don't like Dame Dash. They, they don't, they don't fuck with Dame Dash. It, it's on some some shit that he he says stuff that people don't agree with but i you got to respect dame dash dame dame has been doing this like entertainment wise being his own boss for so long and i i think people don't like him because of the way that like he comes across like I remember the first Dame Dash interview that I heard. Damn, that was a while ago. That was a when he was talking to uh to it was the Breakfast Club. It was the Breakfast Club interview when he was talking to uh Charlemagne and all that. He was talking about be your own boss, be your own boss. Now he it it was an entire rant in there, but the clear thing of what he was saying is I'm my own boss. I'm trying to get other people to be their own boss. That's it. Don't work for nobody. Be your own boss. Like, do what you want to do and stuff like that. And I look at that as like somebody, that's two people that I look at as they're their own boss and they're doing it in different ways. Gary V more motivational and all that. But Dame, Dame must sit there and tell you, and some people can't. I think it's the way that he he talks about it. 
I think it's the way that he's like, nah, man, be be on, and he he'll yell, <laughs> he'll yell at you. I think some people just can't take it. They can't take it because they're getting yelled at by somebody, and when when someone's yelling at you, you're really not listening to what they're saying. What you're all you hear is the screaming and you're not focusing on the point that they're actually trying to get across. And I, I think that's one of the things that's missing with uh with people with Dame. I, I think people miss his uh his points and the things that he's trying to get across because his tonage and like how he's like with <laughs> like talking to you and stuff like that. I think people instantly shut down, especially when you're when they're talking to him and they instantly shut down because he he's such he's a a powerful figure. He's he's a guy that's going to tell you exactly how it is and some people can't can't take that. Some people just like, "Oh man, damn. Here we go." and stuff like that. I think some people just can't take it and that's why he's trying to like he ain't trying to sugarcoat nothing for nobody. He ain't trying to sugarcoat nothing for nobody because that that's not who he is. That's not the like the cloth he's cut from. And that that's the two people that I look at like in entrepreneurship because Dame then Dame has his own entertainment company. And he has his own building that he produces content and stuff like that. And multiple buildings, sorry, multiple buildings that he does. He he does movies and he puts his own money there. And like I, I watch his uh his show Growing Up Hip Hop. Because I fucking watch it. That's simple. It, it's fucking funny to me and and it's a good it's a good watch to me. Because I think he drops some shit on there sometimes and also because it's good TV. But when uh and he he has his kids on there. He has his kids on there. Now, Dame recently sat down with uh with Nick Cannon. And if y'all haven't watched it, go watch it. I think it's a good a good uh I wouldn't say interview because it's more of a conversation between two friends. And I he he was talking about uh with his daughter. He was talking about that his daughter, his daughter uh graduated school like high school and all that. Did a semester in school, and I think that she's she doesn't want to like go back to school and stuff. Like I, I think she just wants to like kind of live life. And he was like, that that's cool. He was like that. I I can I can get behind that, and I can I can teach you what no school would teach. Like he he was talking about how people need to love people and stuff like that, and how schools don't really the the things that he learned from school that he still takes with him is math and reading. And I think that's for most people, unless you're going to be a scientist or like when you're going to uh like in certain fields and stuff like that. But most people, that's what they take from school, math like multiplication, division, adding, subtraction, and all that, and like decimals, and and uh, reading, because you read every day. 
I think that's what most people take from school. But that that's the things that he said he still used today. So and and I would say writing because we all got to sign stuff. We all got to write things. But I think computers done took the, the place of a lot of that. Like no one really hand writes shit anymore. But I, his daughter is taking uh, time away from school. And uh, he was like, that's $60,000 a year that I save. He's like, and I can have her intern for me. And she can learn how to do business and be an entrepreneur and to take on this business and to do different things and go uh, run different brands with her mom and things like that. I was like, yo, that that's fire. That That is fire to do. That's what one day I want to do with my kids. Because I'd be like, if you want to go to school, hey, I'll pay for it. I, I'll gladly pay for it for you to go to school. If you don't want to go to school and you want to learn from me how to do something, that they may not teach you in school, that some schools really don't teach you. We can always do it that way. And he was like, I would, he's like, then that's $60,000 a year that I'm saving. But of course he's going to give her a stipend for being interning and she's soaking up more knowledge than she would just sitting in a classroom and writing papers and shit on entrepreneurship. And I, I think that's greatness because college is a, business that is a business just think about that that's sixty thousand a year sixty thousand a year for four years and that's just if you're getting a bachelor's don't talk about if you're getting a master's that's six that that is a lot of money that's how uh i know people that already like like 22 year olds, 23 year olds that have like $80,000 in debt. And I look at it and I'm like, sweet Jesus. I'm like, how do you have that much? And they're like, hey man, I had to, like, I, I had to go to school and, and, all, and all that. I was like, God, I remember when I was going to go to the Art Institute of Houston for, uh, for cooking, for culinary. And when I looked at how much that tuition was, it was like 70000 a year to go to the Art Institute of Houston. I, I looked at that and I got accepted and everything. And I was like, nah, nah, I'm good. I'm good because I, I think scholarships are only going to go so far. You're still going to have to, like, regardless after it's over, after a couple years, I'm at least gonna be at least a hundred or more thousand dollars in debt. After scholarships and helped out and everything, over a hundred thousand dollars in debt, and that that's that's tough to look at. When I when I see people now when their 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 student loans are like sixty seventy thousand, I'm just like God. I I only have to pay like six more thousand back. Like. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm blessed on that one. But that I that's the two people that I look at because I think I think those two really embody what an entrepreneur is. Like they're they went out there and they're forward going forward 
into the fray, just just getting it done step by step in different ways. But it, it's both working, and that's amazing. Now, now that we're past that, I just wanted to let y'all know what was going on and what I look at and what I look like and like things that I look at. But it's Saturday and it's football. Like, it's Saturday and it's football. The games haven't started yet, but they're about to start probably another hour. And I'm looking forward to this I because for those of y'all who don't know, read the description is this is sports anime i love it all anime probably coming out tomorrow probably gonna do anime podcast i know some of y'all don't watch it and for those of y'all who don't y'all tripping y'all asleep anime is amazing and it should be looked at and for those who just be like oh it's cartoons and shit like that nah it's not it really tells a great story different animes you get different things stuff like that but let's save that for tomorrow save that for tomorrow today is football time and i think me me i think the colts have a great chance at beating the chiefs a great chance simply because we know what happens when teams get hot the last part of the season. They start gaining momentum. They start like running along. The defense is the defense is oh ah, it's not it's not good. It's not like good, but it's serviceable. And they make plays when necessary. That's one of the things that always went by with the Patriots. Defense isn't defense may not be great, but when a play is needed, they make it. That's why I always Bill Belichick, it seemed like it, it always happened for him. Like when the play was there to be made, the defense came up through with it. At least most of the time. But that's how I look at this this Colts team. They're off TY Hilton. Is, is severely slept on by a lot of people in the industry, like in like football, talking about it and shit like that, because no one talks about TY. Like he may get a little shine here because he they they say no one talks about TY. But TY is a savage. He'll cut anybody up. So TY Hilton is a savage. Andrew Luck is probably playing like old Andrew Luck right now. And that offensive line is blocking their ass off for him. Like he's not even getting touched. He And it's like y'all finally did what everybody's been telling you to do. Get somebody to block for Andrew Luck. Get people to block for Andrew Luck. Protect your asset. Everybody's been asking for it the entire time. They that that's been like simple, and they finally the Colts finally like listened to everybody and their mama been telling them, "Hey, how about you protect your hundred and something million dollar quarterback back there, and you'll win. How about you do that and you'll win." So now it's like, oh shit, oh we we 
and we get Andrew Luck an offensive line, we can win. No shit, Sherlock. No shit. If if you get him blocking, he's gonna cut everybody up. Like we like when he came out, he was the consensus number one overall pick simply because he's like six three, six four, and like 240, 230. And he's can take the punishment and deliver the ball accurately anywhere on the field. And he's a savage. Like, it was a reason he went before Robert Griffin at the time. It was a reason because he was so great at Stanford. And he's one of those guys that you just... That he just comes up, comes to work with his uh, with his lunchbox or whatever, and does his job and goes home. That's it. You don't hear shit out of Andrew Luck. You don't hear nothing. He just comes up, go to work, pass for a whole bunch, says, oh, we got a good win. We did our job. Everything's good. On to the next week. That's what you want. That's what you want. So they finally got blocking for Andrew Luck. And what does he do? Starts cutting everybody up. And then this guy, this this kid, Marlon Mack, great last name, by the way. And this guy is just out here just running them up because the offensive line. The offensive line. He's just, and because he's doing his job too as a running back, making people miss. But the offensive line is doing their job. And I think the Colts have a great chance to beat the Chiefs. And the reason why is simply because the Chiefs don't have what they had at the beginning of the season when they were blowing everybody out. They don't have somebody that can finish the game for them. All the Chiefs can look to do is outscore everyone. They can outscore everyone. That's it. But they have to keep scoring. They don't have a closer. You when the playoffs hit, if you everybody talk every year that I've watched NFL Network, every year, when playoff time hits, you gotta run the football. Because it's necessary to close games out. A team that can run the football effectively, time of possession will close you out. If you can't stop it, they'll close you out. Can the Chiefs do that anymore? No. You know why? No Kareem Hunt anymore. And that... I think became their chink in their armor when Kareem Hunt, when they got rid of Kareem Hunt. Now, that is something that they chose to do. You can't hate on the decision that they made because as a franchise, you have to do what's best for you, the image of the team, and everything regarding it. And if you feel that this has messed up your ethics policy, You have to stick by it and you have to make that clean cut decision. Did it hurt your football team? Of course it did. 
But guess what? Your ethics is in, in there and you did what you had to do. So now it's hard for the Chiefs to finish games. And I think that's why they'll lose. Simply because Indianapolis can run the ball and the Chiefs can't. And I think they're... The Chiefs' defense is just going to give up a whole bunch of points. Not saying that the offense won't score a whole bunch. They will. But when the Colts get the ball back at the end of the game, I don't think that the Chiefs Chiefs will get it back. I don't think they will. And now, on to the other bit. The uh, Dallas is playing the Rams. Dallas is playing the Rams. And frankly, I hate Dallas. I I hate them with a passion. It is I just do. They're not America's team. They're trash. And I, I fucking don't like them. I don't like them. I hope they I hope they lose. I hope they lose, but I think they have a good chance at beating the Rams simply because the Rams defense isn't what we all thought it would be. We all thought because we looked at it on paper. We said, oh, Akeem Tlaib, Marcus Peters back there. And then you got Aaron Donald and Adama Sue. We, we were like, oh, this this about to be greatness before the season. I think I said it. I think I said it that it will be greatness before the season. And they haven't lived up to it. They've underperformed. And really the only person that has really did anything this season is the defensive player of the year, Aaron Donald. Now I I think it's going to Aaron Donald, that's why I say it. But me, I I say it's Khalil Mack because Khalil Mack is probably my one of my favorite defensive players. Probably my favorite because when I seen him first play for the Raiders after he got drafted and I just seen him toss an offensive tackle and I was like oh sweet Jesus we may have another Lawrence Taylor may nice big shoes humongous shoes to fill but that guy is amazing so it's Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack now I could go either way I don't think anybody get mad at either decision but I think it's gonna go to Aaron Donald but that's the only bright spot for the Rams is Aaron Donald on defense. Other than that, it's been all offense for the Rams. And ever since Cooper Cup has got hurt, Jared Goff is looking a little, little like not what he was in the beginning of the season. See, people don't realize with, with, uh, with quarterbacks is the important people of moving the chains. Like the that guy that you can always look to and you're like, I give it to you. I know it's a first down. You keep the drive alive. Let's keep it going. And I can throw the big throws and everything else to everybody else. But I know my guy right there is going to catch it. And I know we're going to sustain the drive. People get it like they think it's all the big plays. No, it's that guy who's keeping the chains moving. It's him. That's one of the reasons that you always, like, you're there constantly and stuff like that. That's the reason. 
for the uh for the Patriots for a long time it was Wes Welker. And then for like the past five years, it's been Julian Edelman. Cause you can see when Julian Edelman actually got hurt, Tom Brady's stats suffered so much and the Patriots were losing simply because he got hurt. And Tom knew that he can always look to Julian regard that's why I used to call Julian Edelman Mr. Chains. I used to call him Mr. Chains because no matter what, Tom will find him and bang, first down, bang, first down. Okay, now we can start going Gronkowski and get everybody else involved. That's just how things went. So I, I think that Jared Goff has suffered a little bit, but I think the Cowboys are going to, I think they're going to win. I think they have a good chance at beating the Rams because of the Dallas's defense and that that dude Vanderbesh, that linebacker, boy, he's good. He is really good. I don't know if he got selected to a Pro Bowl or what, but that dude is really, really good. Like I, I didn't even see it coming. When Sean Lee got hurt, I was like, well, he gets hurt again and there goes Dallas's defense for the entire year, but nope, nope, nope. Nah, they just started. They they plugged in Vanderbest right there, and next thing you know, shit starts kicking, and he's like, he's just getting after it. So I, I think Dallas's defense helps him, and I don't think the Rams can stop Ezekiel Elliott. I just don't. They haven't been able to stop the run all season. And all you have to do is run away from Aaron Donald. That's it. You you run away from Aaron Donald and just keep it like that. They can only move him uh, three other places. So run away from him and just stay out his way, and they're gonna win this game. I think I'm not I'm not I'm not a person that picks scores. So, but I think they're gonna win. I, I think the I think it's gonna be Dallas gonna win today and the Colts are gonna win today. Tomorrow's another story. Even though I think the probably gonna go more in depth on it tomorrow. Y'all know I'm always going with the Patriots. All day, every day, Tom Brady, my guy, Bill Belichick. We're in this thing, so that's just is what it is. But after just save that for tomorrow, even though it, this this shit is rough. This has been a rough season, but still with a bye week. I am haven't even like tightened everything up yet and still with a bye week. Like this this is our era. Fuck it. Let's get let's get it going. But I hope y'all have a great rest of y'all day. I've got another one coming tomorrow because it is championship weekend, not championship weekend. Championship weekend is next week because the NFC and AFC championship, but it is, it is, um, fucking divisional weekend, whatever you want to call it. And we're here for it, here to get it popping. And I'm definitely here for it. And if y'all haven't checked out, um, Dame Dash uh thing with with Nick Cannon. Go watch it. It's fucking amazing. And Gary V's Instagram. 
It's also motivational. Shit like that. I enjoy it. Hey, y'all have a good one. Y'all have a blessed day. And Kayla, if you out there, hit me up. <laughs> hit me up, man. I'm just that. That's gonna be the new. I, I'm gonna say that every time because my cousin has me saying it now. That I was gonna make that the sign off a long time ago, but now I'm just gonna say it every time because I don't know, man. Maybe if I see her again, things may happen. Or it'd just be good to see her again. Y'all have a good one. Y'all enjoy yourselves. Enjoy the weekend, people. And I'll see y'all tomorrow.